my month of fulfillment. I'll be happy. I will rejoice. I'll be glad in him. I will have testimony of fulfillment. The Lord will perfect all that concerns me. It is from glory to glory, from favor to favor. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's raise our hands to everyone and say, Father, I receive supernatural blessing today. I will enjoy your grace. It shall be my season of fellowship with you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, by the power of your word, bless your people. Make this month our month of testimony. Grant us favor tonight in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Okay, let's be seated. God bless you. Greet two or three people beside you, around you, behind you, in front of you. Let's greet them and just welcome them to church and say you are blessed. You are highly favored. Hallelujah. If you know you are happy, shout hallelujah. Okay, the word of God is what set the pace for our fulfillment. We look at the word of God and we pray the word of God into manifestation into our life. We are not yet there until the word of God has been fulfilled in our life. Luke chapter 24, verse 45. Let's read from verse 45, from 44. Luke 24, from 44 to 45. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophet and the psalm concerning me. Say to yourself, the word of God must come to pass concerning me. I must have testimony from the word of the Lord. Are you saying amen very well? Say amen three times. Say all the word of God that have been written before must come to pass concerning me. I am a living testimony of the word of God. Every word of God that I've seen, that I've read, that I've heard, they become my testimony in the name of Jesus. Say, believing, amen. Then he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scripture. What does the Lord want us to comprehend? To believe that everything that has been written in the Bible concerning us must come to pass. The word of God must become a living testimony. So, our goal, our gauge in life is the word. What does the word say? We look at it. What does the word of God say concerning this issue? If the word of God says, I should prosper, I must prosper. If the word of God says, I must be in head, I must be in head. If the word of God says, I should enjoy favor, I must enjoy favor. All things that have been written concerning me must come to pass. They must come to pass. Everywhere I see it, it must become a living testimony. So I live the word practically. If the word of God says, I'm righteous, I'm righteous. If the word of God says, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. If the word of God says that, I do not have a reverse blessing. I don't have a reverse blessing. The part of the jaws is like a shining light that shines more and more onto what? Onto the perfect day. Look at what the word of God says tonight. Told John chapter 1 verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in it even as thy soul prospereth. May you prosper tonight in the name of Jesus. Are you say amen very well? Amen. Say I am prospering every day. Every new day is a new blessing. Every new day I have a new testimony. In the name of Jesus, say amen three times. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 says, Arise, shine, 
For thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, the glory of the Lord is upon me. I will rise up and shine. I will demonstrate the glory of the Lord. Nobody will be qualified to pity me because I carry God's glory wherever I go. I am a living testimony. I'm sharing testimony tonight. I will share another one tomorrow in the name of Jesus. A powerful amen. amen. You must rise and shine. And when the Bible says arise and shine, it means that your turn to manifest his glory has come. Your turn has It doesn't matter how you have been struggling from January to this time. What God is saying, your turn to shine has come. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's my turn to shine. You have been shining all this while. Let me shine now. It is my own turn to shine. It is my season of laughter. It's my season of joy. My season of shining testimony. I will shine and shine forever. In the name of Jesus. Look at Isaiah chapter 60 again verse 2. For behold, darkness I cover the heart. And gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee. And his glory shall be seen upon thee. In other words, it may not happen everywhere. Blessing may not be everywhere. Testimony may not be everywhere. The people may be complaining all around you. He said, but the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon you. The glory of the Lord shall be seen upon you. When people look at you, they will be forced to envy you. They will say, ah, ah, no, this is too much. This is an uncommon glory. There is the glory of God upon your life. And that glory will attract blessing into your life in Jesus' name. Are you saying amen very well? Gross darkness will cover people. So don't say, eh, why is this thing happening all over the world? Anytime they are saying, eh, there is an austerity measure, there is a problem, things are hard in Nigeria. When you hear the Oloshelu, they will say that. It's everywhere in the world. Why are you complaining? If we U.S., they are beggars. The economy is bad in China. The economy is bad in India. The economy is bad in U.K. If I in U.K., they are going to another recession now. They will tell you that there is nowhere in the world that is better. Why are you complaining? Everywhere is bad. Everywhere is bad. That's why the Bible says that gross darkness will cover everywhere. But say the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon you. May the glory of the Lord be seen upon you. May I see the glory of God upon you. May the glory of the Lord rest upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, I started with Luke chapter 24, verse 44. That says, all things that have been written concerning me must come to pass. The glory of the Lord that must be seen upon you. You know, you, you, you will not go without that glory being seen. No? We are going to celebrate that glory. In the name of Jesus. Okay, look at it. And Gentiles shall come to thy light. And the king to the brightness of thy rising. It's actually your turn. When it is your turn, all attention must be on you. Except it's not your turn. They can't pass ball to you in box 18. And the whole world will not be focusing on what they are going to do with it. When it is your turn, it is your turn. When it is your turn, you must shine. When it's your turn, all eyes will be on you. When it's your turn, you are going to manifest glory. When it's your turn, you must shine. And a golden fish has no hiding spot. If you are shining, shine well. Shine well. Smile with shining. And you don't do things in the hurry because you are shining. You are shining. You enjoy your time. You enjoy your time. Because you know it's your season. I pray this time will be your season of glory in Jesus' name. 
What do you do to enjoy that glory? To move into the realm of that glory where you shine? Number one, you receive help from the Lord. When the Lord decides to help you, you must shine. Because those people that the Lord help, that shine in life. Psalm 46, verses 1 to 5. Psalm 46, verses 1 to 5. Talk about help. And he's talking about help that even come early. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. May the Lord become your helper. In John chapter 5, verses 1 to 7, a man was beside the pool looking for a way of getting help. He said, I have no man to help me. May you never like helper in the name of Jesus. May the Lord send helper your way this season. May this season be the season that helper will locate you. Everywhere in life you need helper. We all need helpers in life. Ah, you think you know something. You have not known anything. But one, one helper show up. It will turn this. You will suddenly be celebrated. One helper. One helper. People ask, why do you do it? Say, I don't know. I was just help by the Lord. I was just help by the Lord. Therefore, we not fear. Even though the heart be removed, it does not matter what is happening to the economy. It doesn't matter how much they said diesel. It does not matter how much they said gas. It does not matter how much a dollar to Naira is. We will not fear. Even though the indices of the economy is bad, the Bible says we will not fear. Even though the heart be removed, though the mountain be carried to the midst of the sea and nothing is stable, we will not be afraid. You know why we are not going to be afraid? Put on verse 3. Though its water roar and be troubled, though the mountain shake with its swelling, verse 4, verse 4, there is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of God. There is a river that makes somebody glad. That river is called river of help. When it flows to you, you'll be relaxed. I've never seen anyone that the Lord help that will not shine. When the Lord decides to help you, you will shine. That's why we cry for help. We know where our strength is. He's in his help. We will not fear though the mountain be removed. We will not fear though there is trouble. We will not fear though the mountain shake. We will not fear even if there is earthquake. We will not be afraid. Because we know there is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of God. The only place of the tabernacle of the most high. Verse 5. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of the dawn. I prophesy tonight, God will help you. I don't know how many of you need help from the Lord. I say again, God will help you. I say again, God will help you. Even though you don't have any connector or connection, God will connect you. He will locate you and help you. And will help you right early in the morning. He will help you before it's too late. When you still have bone to chew chicken, it will help you. When you still have strength to travel around the world, it will help you. When you still have body to carry fine dress, it will help you. When you still know what it takes to write good car, God will help you. Where you need help, write early. Receive help in the name of Jesus. Nothing make a man shine like help from the Lord. Why? Romans chapter 9 verse what? Verse 16, it is not of him that will it, neither it is of him that run it. It's what? Of God that showed mercy.
Without the help of the Lord, you can do nothing. Psalm 127 verse 1 and 2. Unless the Lord help, build the house. The laborer building thing. I don't know how many of you have been trying to gather money from the beginning of January. Now you want to save, but you are trying to save. This thing happened here. That thing happened here. As it's coming, you are spending money. Beginning from this month, God will begin to help you. He will help you to save. He will help you to accumulate. He will help you to be blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Receive help that will make you to shine. In the name of Jesus. Nobody shine in life without the help of God. Nobody, no, you cannot even announce yourself. There are so many things that you are doing will, will never be known under heaven until help come your way. You will never be known. You will not be Things that you do that you think, oh, nobody appreciates it. I was at, uh, where did we go yesterday? That, that, that town, I can't call it village. I was at uh, Oriliowu. Look at me yesterday. They invited me. I felt like crying. Felt like crying. At the KBS's palace, the parents, the students that want to come to this place, they were almost crying. And they told us how we have solved the problem of that city. What did we do? Simple thing that we have been doing all this while. But was amplified, appreciated by the local government chairman and invited us to come and meet the old town in a town hall meeting. Stood up, stood up and they were clapping for us. And one woman stood up there and said, I was in this town for teaching practice and I discovered I was the only teacher in the school. He said, when I see how the students were willing to learn and there was no teacher, I wept. I wept in the class because the body was too much for me. I decided to come back after my NC, got married in that town, pursued my degree, and I stayed, stayed back, going to school, doing lessons, doing all manner of things. About four teachers spoke yesterday. They said we have 24 government schools. 24 administrators and administrators and seven teachers to feed all the schools. So when your school say they want to give scholarship, college of education, it's for like God has answered our prayer. Our Messiah has come. And yet, some people will have this opportunity, it's nothing. But by the time they amplify it to the palace, amplify it to the headmistress and the headmasters, to the schools, we suddenly become like a Messiah. And they never know also that they were helping us to fulfill our dreams. They never know. And see the students. When they came the first, they were begging for 20. 20 students on scholarship. We said, okay, we give you 20. The man came and said, 20 is too small. Okay, we increase it to 50. And yesterday they said, you can't give us anything less than 70 students. And the students were gathered. As of yesterday, 42 students have filled the form, submitted, and they were ready to come to education. When God decides to help you, he will amplify the little that you are doing and you'll be celebrated. I prophesy on somebody today, before the end of this year, you'll be celebrated. God will help you. Gatekeepers will help you. 
Somebody will announce you. They will amplify your work in Jesus' name. We can do that for years. 20 years on notice. There are so many people that are doing marvelous work, unappreciated, on notice. Nobody's encouraging them. Nobody's helping them to push it forward. But one day of help will take all the days of sorrow away. Weeping may endure for a night. But the day the help come, joy cometh in the morning. I promise that is your morning season. It's your help season. By the help of the Lord, you will shine. The mighty name of Jesus. When do you shine in life, number two? You shine when you find it easy to obey the will of God in life. That's when you shine. You, find it, you are not struggling with God's will. You find it easy to know. and to, There are so many choices in life. There are so many ways that look good to man. But there's only one way that is the will. The good will. And the way of the Lord. The moment it is your pleasure to do his will. And to obey his word. It will shine naturally. John chapter 4. Verse 34. Jesus was hungry. They brought him food. But he was in the center of fulfilling his assignment. And he said, my will, my meat. Jesus said, my food is to do the will of him. Who sent me? And to do what? That is the center of shining. You can't shine when you are struggling to obey the will of God concerning your life. If you see any man that is carrying pain, something is missing. Carrying pain over the year. God wants to be in a place, you are in another place. Pain is showing that there is an error. It's an alarm. There's an error. There's an error. You are not happy. Not because God is not happy. You are not happy. Not because God is limited in resources. You are not happy. It's not because the world is in order. You are not happy. Not because you are in Nigeria. Even some people in America, they commit suicide. Though. They commit suicide. They commit suicide. We love about a man that resigned as a lieutenant general from Ibadan and moved to USA with his wife. And when they got there, things turned the other way. The wife that was a hairdresser became richer, was earning like $1,000 per day. And because he has three girls and one boy, he has taught all the children also how to plate hair. They were doing a good job of blading. And the man was now looking for money, getting $50 a day. And the woman suddenly become the bread went out of the house. You are the story now. <laughs> so you are following me. Had become this bread. And the man started struggling, was depressed. And the, man, the woman noticed that ah, this man is not feeling happy. It's better I look for another house. And leave him in an old house. And first told him before, I will carry two children. We keep with two children. I move it to another house. Because your wahala is too much. Left the man in the old house. I moved to a new house. And the man was still struggling. After some time, the woman said, I don't think you have capacity to raise my other two kids. Let the two kids come to me. I moved the kid to, to herself. 
And the man was alone, feeling the press. And all of a sudden, the woman said, what is the essence of keeping a man that's not useful to me? Announced to the man, I have sold the house. Look for a place to live. And the man said, what am I looking for? Carry a gun in the U.S., lock the door of the woman, open the door, and shot the woman several times. U.S. Oh, not Nigeria. U.S. U.S. So it is not about location. It is when you find pleasure in doing the will of God. And see, she killed the woman and said, yeah, arrest me. I'm ready to die too. Put me on life in prison. There's nothing I'm living for. I said, ah, ah. Do you still know they still do deliverance in US and Canada? They do deliverance. Even they still scam them. One of one of the students came to my office, said that I've started doing some business. I said, which business are you doing? He told me I'm cooking in domain for people. I said, that's good. He said, but sir, before I get to this level, I used to do Yahoo. I said, what do you mean? He said, yes. He said, I was doing Yahoo. He said, tell me, what do you do in Yahoo? He said, ah, we scam on Iboni. I said, how do you scam them? You pretend to be a prophet. He said, the Lord bless you. You're having a problem. In U.S.O., in Nigeria, he said to them, yeah, do you? I will pray for you. Your problem will be solved. He said, there was this one white woman I do like that. $400. Pray for me. He said, we, we do like prophet. That's to tell you, so many of them, even there, they are there. They thought that the problem they have is also in their father's house. Not Nigerians, so I'm talking about Americans. See, pay people here. He say, ah, to buy that, dash here, to believe we're going to solve it, to correct. He said, we do it that way. He said, at times, that's why some of these young people get frustrated and they begin to do juju to make sure that whatever they predict comes to pass. He said, some of them don't even know anything about church. He said, because those people, they believe in, ah, I'm having trouble. I said, even in the U.S. Even in the U.S. They are sending me in their father's house, even in the U.S. The only way to shine is to be in the center of God's will and let it be your food to do the will of God. You find it easily. John chapter 2 Verse 3, Jesus said, they lack wine. The mother, the, the mother said to Jesus, they lack wine. He said, whatever he says to you, do it. That is the easiest way to shine in life. Let God be the one that is speaking to your heart. Don't be a man that is ruled by his own flesh and pride. Have you, I've made up my mind. Made up your mind on what? Have you received confirmation from the Lord? Do you have peace about what you are doing? He's in the center of God's will. Look at it. His mother said to the servant, whatever he says to you, do it. When the will of God becomes your pleasure, you shine effortlessly. Because we don't have light of our own. We only reflect his light. His light is his will. The moment you are the center of his will, and you find it easy to obey God and to do his will, you just shine effortlessly. Nothing is as pleasurable as doing what God wanted to do. I think I've explained that to you before. You may be doing something that looks lucrative and good and not be happy. There are so many rich people that are sad people. Some don't have home. I've seen people that relocated to the UK and they are frustrated. Frustrated. I'm not even talking about that now. 
Everything around them seems not to be working. The family is not working. Things are not working around them. And I've seen people also that have fulfilled. But nothing is as pleasurable. Help you to shine as living in the center of God's will and doing the will of the Lord. Jesus said, my food, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish it. The man that I've been lying down for years said, he that made me whole said to me, carry your bed and walk. I don't care whether it's the Sabbath or it's not the Sabbath, but I will only do what he says to me. I don't know whether it's because of what he says I'm walking. If I drop this mat, I may become crippled again. The man insisted. John chapter 5 verse 9. Jesus that healed me. This is what he says to me. If you are doing what he says, you will shine. Stop arguing with him. Stop arguing with him. Job chapter 22 verses 21 to 25. Job 22. When you live at the center of his will, you enjoy a lot of blessing effortlessly. He said, acquaint yourself with God. 21 to 29. Now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. When you acquaint yourself with God, you must enjoy peace. When God is no longer a stranger to you, you must enjoy peace. When God is in your heart, and your heart is panting after God, you must what? You must what? You must enjoy peace. Psalm 42 verse 1 and 2. As a deer panted after water, so is my soul panting after thee, O God. I love you in my heart. When your heart is at peace with God's word, definitely you will shine. You will do what? You will shine. Okay? Put on verse 22. We are going to 29. Quickly, quickly. Quickly. Receive please instruction from his mouth and lay up his word in your heart. Verse 23. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. You will remove iniquity far from your tent. Verse 24. Then you will lay your gold in the dust and the gold of opium among the stones of the brooks. Verse 25. Yes, the Almighty will be your gold and your precious liver. Verse 26. For then you will have your delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. Verse 27. You will make your prayer to him. He will hear you. You will pay your vow. Verse 28. You will also declare a thing. It will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. When the will of God becomes your focus. And you love God's word. Whatever you decree and declare. Will be established for you. Verse 29. When men say they are casting down. What will you say? But you know the secret is being at the center of God's will and doing God's will. You cannot be living your own way and be expecting God to promote you. God is not a God of rududu. It's not a God of confusion. You cannot be living your own way and be expecting him to promote you. You want God to promote you? You must love him and celebrate his word.
Okay, number one, when your tongue comes to shine, you receive help. When your tongue comes to shine, you are living at the center of God's will. You are doing his will. His will is your pleasure. You are not struggling with God's will. You know some of you here, even when I say, this is the will of God, say, no. Even God himself, no, he can't tell me that. I will never do it. And God is looking at you. If you are doing his will, you are doing it for your own pleasure. You are doing it for your own blessing. Even when God is speaking to you, some of you will fully, because of the stubbornness of your heart, want to go your own way. And because you are going on your own way, things are really very hard. You are not enjoying peace. You are not enjoying prosperity. You are not enjoying completeness because you have decided to go your own way. The Lord appeared to Saul before he named him Paul. He said, you can't walk against me. You can't walk against me. You walk against me, you are finished. You can only walk for me. And the Lord gave him temporary blindness so that he can see properly. You need to recorrect your mind. That I'm the Alpha and Omega, the auto and Omega of your life. That's what God is saying. You are too small to direct your life. God must be in charge. What is your will, Lord? Even when things look good, the will of God must be at the center of everything. Because what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? You see, Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in America right now, he said, at my level, money does not mean anything to me. He said, what matters to me is how I live the remaining days of my life. A very rich man, in billions of dollars. He said, it doesn't matter to me. It's not about the money. It's about the remaining days of my life. How do I live it? He said, that is the value I live for. You have to live in the center of God's will so that you can shine. Not struggling with opinions of men. Opinion says, today is Sabbath. Drop what you are carrying. The man said, Jesus that spoke to me said, I must carry my mat. I must obey him. Even if it is not common to all, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it. I don't care who is happy, who is not happy. Just leave me. And the man shine and shine throughout. May you shine throughout your lifetime in Jesus' name. Okay? Number three way to shine, that's your turn to shine. When it's your turn to honor God, God loves people that honor him. God he, do not like people, I don't want to use the word hate, that despise him. God cannot withstand a despiser. God doesn't like anyone that despises him. God loves people that honor him. And I know you know where I'm going. Samuel, this is 2 Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. They that honor me, I will honor. Those people that lightly esteem me, I will reduce. In other words, God is gauging the honor that you are giving him. You have to honor him with your body. Honor him with your life. Honor him with your service. Honor him genuinely in your heart. Because he is not your mate. Anyone that honor God, God will promote. And that person will shine. God knows how to promote people that honor him. And he knows how to reduce people that refuse to know. It doesn't matter how long they have been shining. When inside your heart you despise God, God will not have to bring you down. God will not have to bring you down. First Samuel, I think first Samuel. First Samuel, God was talking to the house of Eli. I think first Samuel chapter 2. First Samuel chapter 2. Verse 30. 
Okay, let's read from verse 7. Wherefore, Kiki at my sacrifice and at my offering, which I have commanded in my habitation, and ordinarize thou thy sons above me, to make yourself fat with the chiefest of all the offering of Israel, my people. Wherefore, the Lord, of, the, Lord the God of Israel said, I said indeed, that the, thy house, the house of your father, shall walk before me forever, shall rule Walk before me, it means I rule and reign forever. That's what I said. God is the one that is saying this. I've said that yeah, your house will rule forever. But, but now the Lord said, be it far from me. What does it mean when God said, be it far from me? I forbid it. I change my mind. And you determine how many years you are going to reign by the way you honor God. He said, be it far from me for them that honor me, I will honor Mark this in your Bible. This place is marked in my Bible. And I love to refer to it all the time. Those people that will honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. In other words, I will reduce their lamp. I will reduce their light. They will not shine. It doesn't matter. God sees your heart. I've said it before. There are some unbelievers that honor God. I'm telling you sincerely. There are some believers. Anything that has to do with God. They have reference for it. Maybe they are not used to us. They have reference for it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There are some. When they, they will tell you, when I see a man of God, that is a genuine, I know. I know. And they will honor you. They will ask you to pray for them. There are some people, so many people are praying for them, nobody is to be honored. Even they don't honor the word of God. They are so used to God that God is nothing. God said, you are so used to me. Eli, you are so used to me. I will do something that will shock you. He thought God is going to remove his glory. God remove his dynasty, kill his sons, dabaru his ways, and use his servant, the old boy. That's God. And I know that so many men of God that are great have had similar warning. God telling them that they must honor him. Don't take God for granted. Otherwise, you will be granted. God loves people that honor him. Honor God in your ways, in your heart, in what you are doing. Let everything that you are doing be in honor and respect. That's the only thing that... The more honor you give to him, the more honor he returns back to you. The more honor... Don't talk sarcastically against God. Somebody said... I've not seen anybody that is blessed by giving any offering to the Lord. Are they not in our offices? Himself went down. You can't talk against God and see be standing. And you know some people that are not even as knowledgeable as you, when it comes to the things of God, they will fear. They won't talk anyhow. They will not talk anyhow. You that you are so used to God, you talk anyhow. Those people that honor me, I will honor those people that refuse to honor me, I will lightly esteem them. God love honor. Look, you know there was a place in the Bible say, "If I be your father, where is my honor?" He said, "You bring offering to me that is lame, that is bad. You call me your father. If I be your father, where is, what God is actually demanding is honor. Honor me. If I am God in your life, honor me as a God." If you call me my father in heaven, honor me as a father. If I be your father, you must give me the honor of a father. 
anytime we gather here, we have gathered to honor God, not human being. Why? Because the name of God is in this place. That's why everything we do in this place must be with respect and in order. Because we believe God is here. And the Bible says, anyone that comes to God must believe that God exists. And it's a reward of them that they seek him. If that is what we believe, we have to walk that way to honor him. I can show you from one level to another level to another level how God promotes people that honor him in the Bible. Honor him. Even the time of Jesus, there are some people that will look at Jesus and they will look down on him. A man invited Jesus in Luke chapter 7 to his house and Jesus honored him. He was a leader. Jesus knew that the leaders of Jews and Pharisees, they are not good people. From verse 12. But Jesus honored him. You know, there are some times that Jesus will honor people that should not be honored. And will now be waiting whether you will qualify for the honor he's giving you. If you are blessed here, you are blessed in the house, or you are healthy. God has honored your prayer to be a healthy person. Just like me. God has decided to honor me. But in return, I must honor him. Because I'm not who I am by my power. I am who I am today by his grace. I am healthy by his grace. I am blessed by his grace. There's nothing that I have that I've not received from the Lord. So I'm constantly refer back to the one that gave it to me and honor me. I honor him. So Jesus sat down about to eat. And a woman came from outside that people consider to be a sinner. Started weeping. Washing the feet of Jesus with her hair. Very important thing. And the man that invited Jesus to his house was saying in his heart, this Jesus service is not genuine. If this Jesus is genuine, he will have known that the woman that is anointing him is a sinner. How many of you know that that place is in the Bible? It's in the Bible. Luke chapter 7, beginning from verse 47. And Jesus changed the topic of his message. And he said to Simon, Simon, I have something to teach you. There were two debtors. One was one five hundred. Another one was one five hundred thousand. None of them could pay. But when he saw that both of them were helpless, he decided to forgive them both. Tell me which of them will love them more. He said, the one that how much. Say yes. Since I enter your house, you have not honored me. Since I enter your house, you have not honored me. So said it. Simon answered, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Let's continue. We'll round up now. Let's continue. Verse 44. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I enter your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. She has honored me with her life. Watch it. Verse 45. You gave me no kiss, but this man has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. Verse 46. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this man has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Now let me tell you all this thing. It's a customary way of honoring your guests. In Bible times. It's like if I come into your house, you offer me water. Or daddy, what will you drink? Do you want juice? It's a mark of honor. That's the way they greet people. That's the way they treat people that come into their houses. 
when somebody is of importance to you and the person enter, you give them water to wash their feet. You give them work. It's a, just a customary way by which Jews honor their guests. He said, I just enter your house, sir. You didn't do anything. But this woman has not stopped to anoint. She has anointed my feet with fragrant oil, which you don't do. You know, people that despise you, they will criticize people that honor you. That's how it is in life. They will say, What is she do? There is nothing about being a pastor. There is nothing about all these things that they are doing. You are honoring them too much. That is your own level. There are different levels of honoring people. When you consider somebody important, whether your father, your uncle, your teacher, or your pastor, the level at which you consider them important, you will honor them. If I was there, I was thinking when I was reading this story, if I was there and Jesus said to me, hey, Moses, let's go to the place. Okay, my dear Lobe. And people will die when they change. I don't know Pharisees and Sadducees. That is the way they are. I know their hearts are. And I'm sincere. I'm sincere. I will tell you. Don't go. They don't honor you. They will not honor you. One of my mentors was with us in Okefia. And he said to me, let us pray for our landlady. Let us pray. Go and pray. Let's pray for I said, Daddy, if you lay. If you lay, pray for She doesn't have honor for the things of God. So we just think that maybe you are coming for the offering. We are your offering. We can take care of you. Daddy, don't worry. Pass over my laugh. Don't go. Do you know some people, even when you want to go and pray for them, they will think it's because of what you want to receive. Some people, there is nothing you do. Everything that offering Even when they want to pray for you, say that you don't go. So when I read this story, I was saying, if I was there, I was saying, okay, Jesus said, I enter your house. You never greeted me properly. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this man has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Verse 47. This is where I love, this is where I'm going. Verse 47. Luke chapter. Continue, verse 47. Therefore, I say to you, our sins, which are many, are forgiven. You can query God. You can query God and say, why should you forgive somebody that is not worthy? God does not look the way a man looks. There are some things that are important, basic things that help you to shine forever. If you are in Christ, there's only one thing that lasts in the church, honoring God with your heart. With your heart. Let your heart be the heart that honor God. And reference God. God loves people that honor him. Because he has put you in a position of glory. You must honor him back. You have to honor him. Therefore I say to you, as sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same love little. Don't remove it there. Is there anyone that has little sin among us? There is no little sin that cannot take a man to hell. There is nothing simple in what God has done for you. Except somebody that is not grateful. That will say what God has done for me is very small. God has done great things for all of us. He has died for all of us. He has blessed all of us. There is no one here that has not been blessed. If you are born again, you are blessed. And should be grateful enough to honor him. There is nobody. 
I am blessed, you are blessed. We are equally blessed. There is nobody among God that don't have something that somebody somewhere is secretly praying to have. That is the truth. Stop complaining. Give honor to whom honor is due. Okay? For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same love little. Verse 49. We soon end up now. Continue quickly, quickly. Quickly. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, Who is this who even forgives sin? They are also committing sin. They are saying to Jesus, Who is who is he? Who is he? When you don't know somebody, you can abuse them. You say, Who is he? Where are they? They are nothing because you don't know him. He said, Who is this? Then he said to the woman, Jesus ignore what people are saying about who is he. Jesus now turned to the woman and said, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. You will enjoy glory all the day of your life when you are constantly living a life that honor God. And that starts with your heart. Your attitude and perception towards God determine the kind of honor you give to God. Your attitude and perception towards God will determine the kind of honor you give to God at all times. When they say, God, your heart says, yes, that is my father. I must honor him. I must never bring anything that will cause him shame because I love him. Anybody that feels that God is not important should not be important in life. Should not be important. You should be so jealous of that. If somebody feels that, what is God? You move away from them. They say, you don't know, that's my hero. That's my only law. I can't be in this conversation. This conversation is toxic for me to stay. God is my only law. Without God, I'm where I am. You must honor God. And if you are grateful enough, you will honor him. Because he's all in all. All in all. He's the one that is greater than every other person. Every, every other person. If you roll on the ground, it's not enough. If you thank him, it's not enough. There's nothing you give him that is more. He's the one that owns your life. It's not because he's bad. That I say you should honor him. It's because he's good. And he has been good to you. So he deserves the honor. Honor him with your body. Honor him with your body. Ah, God is too much. I can't define myself. Ah, God is too much. I can't use my mouth to say anything against God. God is too much. I must give him everything that he deserves. He has done so much for me. And he deserves my honor. I must honor him. And when you live that kind of life, you reign forever. You reign with him. You reign with him. Some years back, I was in HSC. We invited a man, a woman, preach. I was one of the executives. And the man said something that get me troubled for so many years. He said in Yoruba. I'm going to say it to you tonight. I'm understanding what he says now. But years back, I was young. 1986. I didn't understand much of what he said. So I thought and thought and thought and thought. But now, as I begin to get older in Christ, I understand what he says. He said, as he was handing over his message, he said, Sumo bali bekan, jinasio bani ebe meji, arobafi, I was troubled with that statement. I was saying, what is he saying? Get closer to a king with one, uh, one, one yard, one inch. Get uh, distant to the king with two yards. He said, when you disrespect the king, the king will kill you. 
I was troubled. I said, what is he talking about? Are you saying that if I get closer to God, God will kill me? But now as I'm getting older, I learn what he's saying. That I must learn as I grow closer to God, I must constantly give him honor. I must not get used to him. I forget to give him honor. Otherwise, he will not kill me, but I will lose my relevance and glory. That's what he said. God doesn't kill you. He won't kill you. But you just discover that what will make you shine, you don't have it again. You become a beggar. He will lightly esteem you. No, imagine if you have all the money and you are sick. Have you not seen people that are raining and all of a sudden, like lights, they are blown away. What do I do to make myself constantly relevant, happy, fulfilled, blessed? Blessed, fulfilling Christ. I constantly honor him. I must not say because I've known him enough and I begin to disrespect God. They mention and say, eh, what is God? Because say, me now, yeah. Okay, I will tell you that I'm more than hell. No matter what, nobody must push you to disrespect God. Remember Moses. The Lord told Moses, take this rod, honor me before the people and speak to the rock and water will come out. Moses got there. He said, shall we not give water from the rock and smote the rock three times. In the New Testament, we had that. That rock that followed them was not a stationary rock. It was a moving rock. They said that rock was a living rock. Another time they said that rock was Christ. Who born you? You use your rod in anger. With your rod. And he prayed for repentance. God said, don't mention it to me again. You will see the promised land. You will not get there. And not your servant. God loves people that honor him. If you want to shine forever, let honor be in your heart permanently. That's about your faith. I'm telling you, things that will make you fulfill and cause you to shine, no matter how many years you live on heart, may you forever be a reigning king in Jesus' name. Raise your two hands to heaven. Father, I receive grace to honor you with everything that I have. If you like, you can laugh at me. But very soon, you will soon realize that what I'm saying is the truth. I receive grace to honor you with my life. Honor you with my gifts. Honor you with everything I have. You must be honored at all times. I receive grace to honor you and to honor you and to honor you. In the name of Jesus, I will not be so familiar with you that I treat you with levity and with a hand of disrespect. I receive grace to always honor your work, honor your word, honor your presence, honor your personality, honor your name, honor everything that has to do with you. Father, I receive grace to honor you at all times. The generation that we have nowadays don't honor God. They talk anyhow against God. They are doing this against their future. I receive grace to always honor you. Even with my offering, Lord, whatever I do, it will be to honor you. Not to anybody, but because I have respect for your things. Because I long for you. You are my father and I must give you your honor. Lord, I receive grace to honor you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, help me to operate in the center of your will. Not in the center of people's opinion or my opinion, 
let your will be my opinion so that I can shine. Let it be my meat and my food to do your will, O oh God. Your will, O oh God, is my food. It is whatever it is good that you want me to do that I will do. Not what I feel is good. I am not a man of my word. I'm a man of your word. Whatever you say is right. That is what I will do. So that I can be fulfilled in life. I will not struggle with your will for me. I will do your will. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. We are going to pray the top prayer. Your two hands to heaven. I receive help that will booster my effort. That will help me to shine. Let's receive help tonight. Help, oh God, that will help me to shine. Help from above. Help that is right early. Help to connectivity. Help to a broader wavelength. Help that will amplify my work. Go ahead and receive help in so many ways. Help, Lord. Help from above. In the mighty name of Jesus. There is a river from the stream of God that make the heart glad. The river of help. Lord, let it flow to me. The river of help. Lord, let it flow to me. Beyond what any woman being can do for me, send help past my way. Help us that we amplify what I'm doing in the name of Jesus. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to lack help. Help from above. Help that make life easy. Help that bring answers to my prayer. Help that bring promotion and blessing. Let it come my way. Lord, help us all across the globe that amplify my work and make my work easy and simple and rewarding. Lord, let help find me tonight. If you pray for help, it will help you. That is why we are in church. We are in church to pray for help. Lord, help. I don't want to be alone. You show up for that man that say, I have no helper. And you help him. Lord, help me. Don't allow me to be frustrated this year. Let help link me up. Let help amplify me. Let help push me forward. Let help raise me up. Let help, oh God, preserve me. Help, Lord. That is what I need. Some of you are not even praying for it. Maybe you don't know what you need. What you need is help. Help from above. In the name of Jesus. Lord, as I take this Holy Communion, let help arise for me so that I can shine in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. What a wonderful month. This month has been loaded. Loaded. And if you follow, you know that this is a month of fulfillment. Let's take the communion. Yeah.